welcome to the Joshua and Friends podcast, episode 56. Um, this weekend, we had a bit like a family reunion, so um, cousins and my uncle came from Washington, D.C. and Washington State, and so, um, yeah, he's Uncle John. Say hello. Hi, folks. How are you? <laughs> so, um, you live in Seattle, and you... So today we're going to talk about some like sailing because you live in Seattle and you have a sailboat. So um, talk about I, your sailboat. Sure. Um, sure. I I've actually owned several sailboats over my years, uh, but currently I own a boat uh, called the Hansa 350. It's a 35 foot uh, sloop rigged sailboat, and um, it's really a cruising boat. and And I bought it primarily because I wanted something that was easy to sail and comfortable and safe and a sailboat that I could go for, you know, a week or just a weekend uh, around the Seattle um, Seattle area. And it's it's proved to be a wonderful boat. I really enjoy it. Yeah, nice. And you said you've owned other sailboats. Um, you said like a megabyte. Could you say a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I, um, in addition to the, the, the big 35 foot boat, I also own a, a dinghy. It's a, it's a, uh, 15 or 16 foot dinghy called a megabyte. Um, it's a it's a boat that was uh, designed by the Far company that that designed the Far 40s and Far Far 30s at, for, to replace the Laser, which is a single handed dinghy. And so they basically took the same hull shape of the Laser and they put a a, a much bigger rig on it, a carbon fiber. Uh, mast and boom and and the boat weighs about half as much as the laser and it's got a significantly larger sail about 100 square uh, feet and so it's kind of a supercharged laser is what it is it's it's a lot of fun um uh i i haven't done enough sailing yet to tell you the truth but it uh you know hopefully when you get a chance to come out to my place and in, in the seattle area you get a chance to sail on it because it's a lot of fun to sail yeah, and I see from the pictures it has like a nice clear sail, so that's kind of cool. You can see through. Yeah, it's got this uh, like mylar see-through sail. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So also, yeah. So me basically, why like we're doing this sailing thing? I've been pretty into sailing. We used to um go to the Cape Cape Cod to like do some sail. Like we had a house there to like sail there. So that's how I got into sailing. And then I've been doing some like sailing camps lately. Uh, how did you get into sailing? Mm. Well, I got, I also started sailing as a little kid um, on Cape Cod. And uh, I uh, sailed to, I sailed in a couple of, I went to a couple of summer camps as well, just like you. Um, and then uh, when I went to college out in, in the Seattle area, I got into the whole racing scene. And it's a really active racing scene in Seattle. You can you can basically be in a in a race uh, every day of the week throughout the summertime, and and when people find out that you know how to sail and how to race, you know they start inviting you to everything. And pretty soon, I was doing a lot a lot of sailing, like like five days a week kind of thing, to a point that I realized you know I kind of have to stop this because I. <laughs> was raising a family and had a job and all those other good things. So um, I kind of toned it down. And then after a number of years, I, I actually bought my first sailboat um, 
which was uh, a boat called a Rocket 22, um, 22 foot sailboat, um, but it was a, a planing design keel boat. So it's a it's a 22 foot boat, but it, it had a it had a a 42 foot mast with a huge amount of sail area, and uh, that boat got up and went the fastest speed I ever got on a on a sailboat actually was 18 knots on that particular boat. Wow, on a 22-foot boat. Yeah, it's, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I campaigned it um, up in Canada, and I took it down to the Bay Area on a trailer. You lived on a trailer. And, um, you know, I raced it uh, down in San Francisco Bay and uh, all over the West Coast. It was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I'm no longer doing the racing scene and back into the cruising scene. Yeah. Speaking of Canada, how – how is sailing in Canada? Because I've heard a lot about the U.S., but is it like good up there? Oh, it's really nice. So, so from a racing standpoint, uh, I raced uh, both in the Vancouver area and then also um, in some of the big freshwater lakes in Penticton, which is in kind of eastern British Columbia. Uh, and then, uh, from a cruising aspect, there's probably no finer places uh, that I've ever been in my life to go cruising than the the Sunshine Coast and the, uh, Desolation Sound, these are all areas, what, what's known as the Inland Passageway. So if you took a boat from Seattle and went up to Alaska, you would go between the mainland of Canada, of British Columbia and, and Vancouver Island. And there's just millions of little tiny islands um, and super interesting uh, places to go cruising. So it's a, it's a really one, wonderful place to go. Yeah, I've heard a lot about sailing in the British, uh, in the, what it, it, was it, Vancouver well, it, yeah, Va- yeah, Vancouver, yeah, the, the islands. To, yeah, there. so we have a set of islands called the San Juan Islands, and then to the north are what's known as the Gulf Islands. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, great, great cruising. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, speaking of, like, going up there. I know you also go down in the British Persian Islands. Want to talk a little bit about um, uh, sailing in the British Persian Islands? Sure, sure. So uh, the first time I ever went, I was age 13 and I went with my stepfather um, and one of my sisters. Uh, the Josh's Josh's mother actually hadn't been born yet. Um, and uh, we, we chartered a sailboat down there and I absolutely fell in love with the Virgin Islands. And so um, about four or five years ago, I, I, uh, I got together with a bunch of sailing buddies um, and we went and we chartered a big, uh, one of these big catamarans, a, a 48 foot catamaran. And we just had the best time. And I realized how much fun I could do this. And, and, uh, uh, and it was, you know, I tried to make it a yearly event. Um, so last year, um, no, excuse me, uh, uh, 2019, we didn't do anything in 2020. 2019, um, I, I chartered a 52-foot Beneteau uh, with, uh, with nine folks, and we had the best time. It was so much fun that I decided that I really kind of need to open this up to more friends. So this year in November, uh, we're, we're chartering a, the same 52-foot boat, but I also have a, another good friend who's also a... Um, a really good sailor and he's also chartering another sister boat to this to this uh 52 so we're going to have two boats and we're going to we're going to cruise around for a week so it'll be twice as much fun 
Yeah, that sounds a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, um, my friend has a catamaran, too. Um, so, we use, Hollywood you sailed up in Canada and in California and in British Virgin Islands. Uh, is there any, like, places you would like to go to in the future? Yeah, there's uh, plenty of places. Um, you know, the thing about travel is that the more travel you do, the more more places you realize there's travel to places you want to travel to. So mm-hmm. I'd love to see, um, I'd love to sail in, in, in the Bahamas. There's uh, uh, um, the Abacos, which were hit pretty hard in the, in the earth, um, the hurricane, whatever, two, three years ago. Um, I'd love to go to um, sail in Croatia and the Greek Isles in the Mediterranean. So those are kind of on the bucket list. Um, anyways, I, you know, one of these days I'll get there, but there's so many things to do in life. You, you, you're, you're torn. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. Um, well, so another question is, um, like, what's your favorite type of sailboat? Yeah, so I've really enjoyed, um, you know, I really enjoyed my time, you know, racing on some pretty, pretty cool boats. Um, uh, I've had the opportunity to race on a wide range of, of really flat out racing boats, um, some um some big J boats, um, uh, and uh, but I, I have to I have to say my kind of my favorite is is I'm kind of getting back to my cruising roots of uh, uh, and and I you know I enjoy the boat I own and um, and also the boats that I've been chartering so I it's 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 a toss up there's lots of boats and and they're all good for something so yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, do you think the 52-foot Benetton was the biggest boat you've ever been on, or do you think you sailed bigger boats? Um, I've sailed on bigger boats, but I uh, it's the biggest boat that I've been the captain of. I've captained, mm-hmm. you know, it's, the, it's uh, I, I haven't, I wasn't in charge. Like, I've, I've sailed on, like, 100-foot schooners, but I wasn't, you wow. know, I wasn't the person in charge. Um, the thing about sailing on really big boats is that they're, they tend to be more complex and there's a lot going on. And so you don't feel like you're in tune with everything that goes on the boat. So that's why it's kind of fun to be on a smaller boat, but you know, for, for, uh, there's also good reasons to, ha- to have a bigger boat. I, I like for the chartering, I think the 50 foot boat size is perfect because you can have a, you can have, um, you know, eight or nine people, uh, maybe 10 people on the boat and, and be really comfortable for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Um, so you talking about like chartering these boats for yourself, but then we're also talking before um about you were gonna get a captain's license. So basically, you can um charter, you can bring other people. So I want to talk a little bit about like the how you got it and what it means. Right. Sure. So um. You know, I've, uh, we've enjoyed uh, we've enjoyed doing these charters to a point that I have uh, I've had all sorts of friends um, every year. You know, give me a call and say, "Hey, listen, the next time you you're going to do one of these boats down in the Caribbean, uh, let me know because I would love to be a part of it." And very often, people love the the, the vacation of of being there, but you know, they don't know much about sailing or they don't they don't know how to kind of do it all and put it all together. So that's why uh, I thought about getting, I'm going to be getting my captain's license so that I can actually do it. Um, and I have the, you know, both the, the know-how and the, and the liability 
uh, and the license to be able to to do it for money. So uh, there's uh, there's that, and then also uh, to be able to to take people out um, as an Airbnb experience on my own sailboat in the Seattle area. So um, you know you can you can do it for uh, you can take friends out for for a sale any any old day, and you don't need a captain's license. But if you want to do it for money, you need the license. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a nice thing. Um, so. Uh, you live in a cabin in like Seattle area, not really a cabin, but like, um, that's a small little house. <laughs> um, but before that, and I got to stay on it, you lived on a, on a boat. So, um, want to talk about living on a boat for like oh, man. a very long time? Yeah. So I, um, I had the opportunity to, uh, buy an old 1967, uh, Chris Craft, um, uh, uh, cabin cruiser. So it was, it was a 40 foot big old boat, big, all, uh, all wood, uh, you know, mahogany dipped in varnish kind of boat. And, um, and I lived on it for 10 years in, uh, in the Seattle area. It was in a marina um, that was covered. So, uh, you know, the boat was kind of out of the weather, um, but it was wonderful in the summer. You could, you could come, come home from work and, you know, cast off the lines and go for a go for a, a, a putts around the, the lake. It was really a lot of fun. Um, it was perfect, um, you know, as a kind of a, you know, a, a bachelor lifestyle. Um, I don't know that I would want to try to do it as a, having a family. That would be a little bit too much. And and the other thing is that, um, you know, I had. I also have, you know, several pairs of skis and a, and several bicycles and camping gear and all that stuff. And you don't have any space on uh, on, a, on a boat like that to store that stuff. So, you know, of course, I had to have a, a storage unit to be able to have the rest of my my life uh, stored. And, and so but but it was it was wonderful for the time. I, I wouldn't want to do it, you know, forever. I'm glad I live where I do in a real house. But uh yeah, living on the water was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, speaking of like all that stuff, did did feel so like did you feel like ever like did you feel like it was like too cramped and you like ever really wanted to live in a house or was it like mostly fine? I think it was. Um, I think it was. It was. It was perfect when it was really just myself and I would have you know some friends over. I know you stayed there with your cousin. Um, you know, it had two staterooms, each with a each with a queen size bed, um, and two uh, bathrooms, two heads, and it, um, you know, and a small little kitchen, tiny little oven. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to, like I said, you wouldn't want to have a family of you know four or five in on there. But uh, at the same time, it was, you know, it was for what it was, it was perfect for me. So I, I, you know, I enjoyed it, but. Yeah, I'm glad I don't live on it now. Did you ever miss like some of the amenities you would have had if you lived in a real house? Not really. Tell you the truth, I had I had um, the marina I was at had a really nice uh, bathroom with with you know hot showers and and uh, wash machines and dryers and all that kind of stuff. So you know I had kind of all the cre- creature comforts that you would need to live um, with you know, with, with all the benefit of, of being, being on a house. I felt, 
a little bit like a turtle with all my house on my back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And now that you're retired, you would have a lot more like time away, like time at the boat. So probably wouldn't be like the greatest just being inside the boat the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for being on the show and see you guys in the next episode of the Joshua and Friends podcast. Yeah.